Hi guys, welcome back to Tea at Number 5. We are the Little Wallflowers. I'm Wendy Wu. And I'm Tony Rose. We have not a lot of updates this week, but um, the rounds are being done for award season wrapping up um, with the Emmys coming up in September. We saw Nicola do an interview. She's in uh, Vanity Fair. They're just... I love it. And then even Daphne did a little bit of a podcast. But in the interview that I saw with Nicola, um, basically, she's the one that's like in charge of the WhatsApp group. And they were like, so did you did you kick reggae off? You know, oh, like, no. did, like, and then she was just like, no, I didn't kick him off. She's like, but there is a season two one. And before that was created, he did say goodbye. Yeah, that's a good question. Though. That is a hell of a good question. <laughs> She's like, I don't kick anyone off. And I was like, ooh, you're brave. You're super brave. But, um, yeah, so hopefully with as much attention that they're getting with the Emmys, that that means something that will be at least nominated. By the time you guys hear this, we have maybe one day left to vote for um, BAFTA's most talked about moment with Virgin Media. Um, the link is still in our bio. Um, you have until 5 p.m. on the 24th. Yeah. BST, British Summertime. So by the time you hear this, uh, vote immediately. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so wishing all the best to Lady Whistletown herself, Nicola. And um, yeah, we'll see what, what ends up happening there. Daphne also did a round of press. She wrapped up her movie. She's all done with that. And guys, she's on set for filming Bridgerton. Yay. Yeah. So they asked her, like, but, like, are you the Duke okay? And she's like, you were fine. Like, <laughs> the, the, like, the Duke and the Duchess are fine. She's like, but as you guys know, the main focus is uh, Anthony. And she's like, and Daphne is there to help him find love. Yay. So I think she's going to be a big troublemaker, and I can't wait. I hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. she knows. She's been through it. She knows exactly what he put her through. So she's about to put him through the ringer as well, too. But that's really exciting um, that she's there filming. And she said that she's has a lot of filming to do. So a lot of people were kind of nervous that she was on a completely different set. that, And the British and filming had already started. that, And she wasn't included that she would, you know, have a lesser role. But it sounds like she's pretty still involved, which is amazing. And guys, maybe that means that we'll get a voiceover letter from from the Duke of Hastings, or you know, and I don't know what do they call like what do they call a Regency era sexting, <laughs> lettering, <The> letter. <laughs> Le- lexting. Maybe they are lexting right now. Um, and why and, not? They sealed the letters. Yeah, yeah. You never know. So, yeah, that's really exciting that Daphne has joined them on set. Yeah. So for the Telltale TV Awards, we made it, a couple of the categories made it into the second round. And right now, in the final round, Reggae Jean Page is in for Best Actor of a Streaming Services uh, Drama Series. Both Nicola and Ajua are in for Best Actresses in a Streaming Drama Series. And Bridgerton is up for best new drama series um really exciting i can't believe we made it into the final round also the tv choice awards uh they are tallying up all the votes and they're gonna see who made it to the shortlist so hopefully we did (laughs) (laughs) 
all the categories. Yes. And I know some of you guys were like, um, why wasn't Daphne in the Telltale? So that was like a written in thing. The first round you had to write in who who was nominated who was who would be on the list. Mm-hmm. And um so if we knew about that we would have told you guys to go blow them up. But <laughs> unfortunately. Um and when we originally talked about Ajua was not in the top six and she she made it. So you guys did it. You guys voted her into the top six of this Telltale Awards. And we're pretty excited about that. Did you see the news about a major setback in filming? No. So I just saw this today. After season one, there was talk about building a set, right? Right. But they had a setback because the counselors have refused permission to build a planned film set in Windsor. Oh. For that place. I saw the article on Hello Magazine, and it said that the producers wanted to build a set on Crown Estate land in Sunning Hill Park for the over five-year period and receive royal approval, but the planning permission was ultimately rejected by the Royal Borough of Windsor and Maidenhead Council, who called it inappropriate development of the Green Belt. Oh. Which, you know, at the same time, it kind of makes sense. I've watched enough, like, British restoration homes yeah. to know that they have a lot of strict rules. You yeah. you can even buy an old house um, in the UK, but you still have to follow the rules that the council has yeah. set because it's historical. Right. So it, it makes sense. It's not going to fit their look what they built was so gorgeous anyway it's probably not gonna be yeah. the same as what's around them right because they're adding all of these things to make the aesthetic even better right 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 so um i don't know what they're gonna do but they're gonna figure it out and it's still gonna be just as amazing yeah for sure. season one for sure um and, and another thing that daphne brought up is that um they asked her if she knew if she realized how big of a like outrage reggae leaving was and she's like I kind of got a heads up (laughs) and I knew that he was gonna leave but we have to remember she's like she's like but we have to remember that each it's eight books and each book is about different characters and so after the end of the season that story is over and then it goes into another couple she was like so we do have to remember that also the other thing is I think the book fans were not they were they were not shocked it's people that have watched the show and watched the show only that were the ones that were really 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 shocked and I guess I guess that makes sense because yeah. they don't understand that the series is around the siblings. Each yeah. sibling takes yeah. a book. Yeah. So. And even Julia Quinn said in a comment as well, too, I forgot to who, but she was just like, I think the Duke is the most handsomest man I've ever <laughs> seen in my freaking life. But with that being said, he doesn't have any roles in the next six books at least not any big roles and then so she was like so basically like what would he do you know like just look good i mean that's (laughs) i'm fine with that but like but you know like as much airtime that he got the season before like i think having him in and we mentioned this before but having him in and only having like 
him do that one Paul Mall scene, riot. People would <laughs> riot. Right? True. So yeah. and then we don't we don't see as they say hide nor hair from him <laughs> until the end of of season four when it's the Hastings ball. Yes. And I mean end. Like yeah. end end. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like whether he had the time or not, like I feel it's setting us will we get him season four, maybe. I mean, that's a long time from now. Maybe you will get a voice of his in season two. Who freaking knows? But the streets would fucking be set on fire <laughs> if basically all he does is escort um, and be overly protective of Daphne <laughs> during Pall Mall and then make some quip remarks and that's it. We literally never, we don't even see him at the wedding. <laughs> Nothing. And hit a few balls, right? That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but so, and then you know, to that point, like we, at this point now, just like put him in, <laughs> put him in for those two minutes. I'd I'd rather have him, you know. So, I guess there's no winning. But as Julia Quinn said, so what's the point of having him in the show? <laughs> He's great eye candy. I love watching him, and his ass, and his accent, and his voice. His voice, his oh, face, his, his expressions. Expressions, his mannerisms, everything. But unfortunately, we, we'll just say this now. Get ready to lose Anthony, too. <laughs> just, it's going to happen. After book two, going into book three, I think Anthony has a couple lines at, like, one ball. And not even that. I think it was Colin and, and, and Benedict that interacted the most. Mm-hmm. And then... Book eight. Oh, no. But just- sorry, sorry. We'll see Anthony at a very important, heartbreaking moment at the end of book three. Towards the end of book three. and um, But yeah, just one scene. And then, um, and then again... An, at the Hastings Ball for book four. <laughs> so, you know, they get married and they move on with their lives. So just get ready for it. We might lose the goat baby daddy that we all keep watching Tessa Terrace <laughs> freaking Twitter account for. Um, and, and, and just to kind of be ready for that. And it has nothing to do. It will have nothing to do with him. It will have nothing to do with anything other than his storyline has closed. Yes. And all he does is he happens to be in the hallway when a very cringy statement is made. And then he walks the lady home. That's it. That's <laughs> literally his role in book three. <laughs> and it's not even the lady of the book. So, <laughs> so there's that. I mean, it is a very interesting. If they even keep it on, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they'll mention it again in book four. So oh, they God, could do that scene in book yeah. four. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it is bad. <gasps> yeah. But it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But you imagine they, they put it into season three, and then everyone's going to be so upset with the speaker yep. until the they're next already, season. They're already <laughs> upset with him. They're already mad. Okay, we're going in circles. But just get ready that Mr. <laughs> Baby Daddy Goat person, human, of all of our dreams is gonna play a very significantly less role 
<laughs> I think it's really cool that like they're all kind of posting on their stories like what they're doing, what they're eating, their scenery. They're kind of giving it. They're trying to give us Easter eggs without giving us Easter eggs. And um, uh, the character that plays Edwina, she just recently posted so weird watching Bridgerton for the first time since I got casted. So oh yeah. So. I wanted to be like, well, how many times did you watch before it, you know? <laughs> but whatever. She's doing her homework. Yeah, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I, the only other thing was the um, Bridgerton the official podcast. They had a, Their latest episode was how the queen got her crown, casting in Bridgerton. So KVH casting was the one that's doing casting for Bridgerton. Yeah. The lady behind it is a Scottish lady who has the same birthday as Shonda Rhimes. Oh, cute. <laughs> January 13th, um, Kelly Valentine Hendry. She's the casting director. And she was explaining how she kind of got her job. They they called her because they liked her work. Yeah. And this is such a great episode to listen to. So please go listen to it. And the takeaway from what she said was that be nice to people. Eventually... Being nice got her working with Shondaland. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think it was Adjua or Golda. She was just like, be nice to that kid that gives you coffee because of Hollywood acting mm, roles. Yes. He's going to be a director-producer one day, and yes. and you're going to want the part. And he's going to be like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> and she said the moment she worked out Bridgerton and how it's going to be, how the story and the humor is is when she saw the script and then it was that part about um, Humboldt and they're like Humboldt is coming Humboldt Humboldt and she's like oh my that's her like oh my gosh moment like I get how this story is gonna be it's gonna be great and I listening to it it just felt magical and I got emotional because you can tell that she wanted to do the production justice absolutely and you can tell that she was so into collaborating basically she said egos don't belong here you need to work with everybody and you can tell because then the show did great the show um, looks great it makes you feel great so it brings you a lot of joy so she as the casting director did her job yeah and then she did say something that um, I agree with it. She said the Polly Walker was perfectly casted for Lady Featherington. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> I do. Agreed. I forgot what podcast that was that was like, I want to be Marina so she can slap me. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So freaking good. Because she's like, um, you. she's kind of dislikable. But, and then when we get to that part in the story where you you like her because you feel for her, that yeah. means they did their casting job right. Absolutely. And Polly Walker, is, I saw her in another show. She's great. She's so good. She's great. And she even goes into how um, oh, she explains why she feels Madame Delacroix is the most powerful female character in the show. Yeah. More powerful than... Um, 10 members 10 yeah. females which yeah. is great she went into um, casting for Bridgertons and Featheringtons how one is more comedic even though both are comedic one has to be more comedic which is the Featheringtons but right. it just worked out well too because a lot of the Featherington um, actors have a comedic uh, background. Yeah they do they're cute. So I love it's, it's so funny watching Lord Featherington be Lord Featherington when I see him as this comedian. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. They're so talented. 
And then she went into how um, she chose Golda as Queen Charlotte. She said, mm-hmm. Golda clearly was Queen Charlotte when she walked into the room because she gave um, this very unique read for the script yeah. that no one else did. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Lady Danbury, they kind of chose her like Julia Andrews. Or, um, they, they just checked with her to see if she was available and she was and then basically she went in and um actually she's like so so what do i have the part or something and Mm -hmm. basically they're like it's yours if you want it but just like julie andrews they just asked right that's what they did and oh it worked out so well the casting is magnificent but yeah like i said uh, the emotional when i was listening to it it's really good there's other things being said in the episode yeah have a listen it's it's great. She talks about chemistry. She talks about Penelope's mm-hmm. and how um, linking the Bridgertons and the Featheringtons through Penelope's was intentional. Uh, in, no, um, yes, but it's more than that too because of how the two characters have chemistry. Yes. So yeah, have a listen. I listened to it one and a half times already, and so I feel good. like I still didn't. Like get everything, everything, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think um, even Daphne was saying on that podcast as well too that her and the the character that plays Anthony, they were kind of like looking at each other like, uh, I don't know, like, are people even gonna understand what we're trying to do? Like, is this is this too much? You know, and like, and they were like, well, here's here's nothing, you know, and then. <laughs> And then um, when she said the last scene that they ever that they filmed was her and um, the Duke's first dance, and she said that when she was dancing with reggae, and then they stopped to look around and she saw real fireworks, she saw all of the everything, and she was just like, she said that she like I'm gonna cry, <laughs> she got all teary eyed because she was like, you know what, this is special, this is something so different, and this is gonna be so good. And, and they were like, were you ready for 82 million households? To, she's like, no. We knew it was going to be special, but we didn't know that. It was going to be that, that yeah, big. Yeah, and it, it's so crazy. But, it, you know, speaking of casting, speaking of that, um, Claudia Jesse, who plays Eloise, did a, like, a first date Zoom, <laughs> Zoom skit with this guy, Johnny. And they did a skit of, if actors did, like, a Zoom first date, and um, the guy, Johnny, was just like... Basically, saying Bridgerton is just about sex, corsets, and bad writing. He's like, "Have you seen it?" And then she's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why?" And she's like, "He's like, really?" And she's like, "Yeah, many times." He's like, "Why?" She's like, "Maybe because I'm in it." <laughs> in her Eloise voice. Yeah, I and love then it. and then um, he was just like, "So, uh, do you have the email to the casting?" manager director <laughs> and she's like fuck off Johnny and I was like why is this so great I like watched it so many times it was too 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 funny I love watching her in like interviews because she's so different she is she so is. when her like when her Eloise voice came out yeah. in that skit I loved yeah. it yeah she's so she's funny. so good yeah it was hilarious but if you guys haven't seen it it is on our um, on our Instagram feed but that's all for us. We don't have anything else. Short, sweet, and lovely. Hopefully we'll have more details about the spinoff next week. 
lots of rumors, nothing confirmed, so we won't go there yet. But, you know, if it's juicy enough, we'll talk about it. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all of our buzzy updates for the week. We are recording this on Friday, so if anything happened after Friday at 2 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time, then we <laughs> apologize and we'll cover it in the next week. But if you're not following us, please follow us on Bridgerton2000, Twitter, Instagram, and then email us at Bridgerton2000 at Gmail. We're also on Facebook. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to the BAFTAs. Hopefully we win that and then... Um, Vote. Yeah, vote. The final rounds of the TV Choice Awards, they're tallying it up, so hopefully we're on there. And once it's available to vote, we'll add the link back into our bio. But as of right now, the Telltale TV Awards are up. Final round. Last day to vote is May 28th, and uh, you can vote every day. Yes. So we'll probably put a little post up to remind everyone to go vote. Set your alarms. Yes. (laughs) Yes, once a day. Um, But yeah. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next week or hear from me next week. (laughs) Or, yeah, bye. Bye.